Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue! Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Hello, and welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, an Odd Couple podcast, Ted Lindhart, Garrett Eisler, moving on to season four of The Odd Couple. Wow, we made it. Uh, this episode called Gloria Moves In, this is the first episode of season four, was uh, aired in September 14th, 1973, and it uh, does... You know, even though it, yes, we think of it as the first episode of season four, as we should. But I, as I said last week, uh, Mr. Edward Gross and his 25th anniversary Odd Couple Companion, where he lists all the episodes by what he believes is the, uh, the order they were filmed in, he puts this at the end of season three. I still don't know what to make of that. It feels in so many ways like a different season. You think it was like reading that into it. So when does he say it was filmed? He does not give dates, which is also frustrating. He doesn't give his sources for this. He oh, dates. he just has he the just order lists it at the end of season three. Well, he breaks it down by season and he puts it at the end of season three without any explanation. When you say the end, you mean uh, literally the last thing filmed. Is that what you mean? Like he's got a different chapter on each season, right? So oh, each chapter yeah. on the season, and that's the last one in that chapter. And I have. He doesn't explain why it was called, why it was aired in season four. Uh, it could be a mistake. He makes some, there's certainly typos in the book. I'm not saying that that implies the whole thing is untrustworthy, but um, uh, he might, it might be a formatting thing where he just left it on the end, but it's possible they filmed it, you know, knowing it at the end before they went on summer break, knowing they would, have it for the beginning All it's right. Lowell Ganson Mark Rothman writing it uh they are on staff so it's possible they planned it in advance but uh I don't I'm just putting that out there for the uh for the completists if they want to well here's what's weird about that themselves which goes to my first point so in take and he has take my furniture please is as the one right before that right before that yeah so the furniture in this episode more closely resembles the furniture they ended up with at the end of Take My Furniture, Please. But it is not the same furniture. So if this was indeed, not exactly, oh. not exactly. If it deed was filmed at the end of season three after Take My Furniture, Please, I'm not sure why they would need to replace the furniture that was on the set in the final scene of that show with something close to it. So yeah, what I, I noticed was the couch there in this episode is more gray than it is white. And at the end of take my furniture, please the couch was white and the curio cabinet behind the couch now is uh, smaller and that doesn't have any doors on it. The one at the end of take my furniture, please had doors. And this is excellent freeze frame level uh analysis ted i'm very impressed that you thank you so i my thought was it was filmed to start season four there's a couple months break and the props went back to the paramount lot and they went to go find them and maybe some other production had taken them so they had to go 
do their own analysis of that episode and get something close enough because the audience obviously would not know the difference. Right. Yeah. It's hard to believe that um, the whatever changes they made from the end of Take My Furniture, Please to the next episode in the set, just purely talking about the set art direction. Like, how did they really think through like, oh, it should, you know, uh, let's imagine that Felix changed some things after that episode or I don't know. I mean, it seems like this would be more like what would happen after a break. Yes. Where they had to reconstruct the set. Yeah. Right. I don't think they thought anything about thinking about the next generation right. of Felix and Oscar's furniture. And obviously when in the Take My Furniture episode, they that for new furniture is there for one for the tag, for like yeah. one minute tag. And I can't believe they put all their effort into finalizing it for that one minute tag. Right. And they could have made an effort to have something like it continuing moving forward. It's just not exactly it. And the right. only guess I have for that is that those pieces were no longer available to them or they forgot what they were somehow. <laughs> yeah, they cleaned up. They didn't just leave it there over the summer. But it wasn't taxed. But, right. But yours, according to Ed Gross, it wasn't left over the summer. It was filmed soon after. That's the part well, that's confusing me. You know what? I, you know, I've been assuming he's no longer around to answer these questions, but maybe he is. If anyone out there knows uh, the whereabouts of Mr. Edward Gross, maybe we can pin him down on that. So let's talk about the episode. So Felix is on the phone at Oscar's desk saying, okay, sweetheart, don't worry. It's going to be fine. He hangs up and then straightens up Oscar's desk. Oscar comes in with a 24 pack of beer, which is four <laughs> six packs stacked on top yeah. of each other and says, and says cold stuff. He also has a paper bag in his hand. And he says to Felix, I did it. It's all set Friday night, seven o'clock on that table. And he points to the dining room table. He empties out the bag on his desk, and it's lots of packages of junk food. <clears throat> I spotted peanuts and chips and pretzels. Felix is, of course, annoyed. He just cleaned the desk. And Felix says, you got a poker game on? Oscar says, not a poker game, the poker game. You know, I had trouble getting all the guys together. Friday night, Vinny, Murray, Speed, you and me. We can play all weekend. So when he, I heard Oscar say the poker game, I imagined one of those other games he's gotten excited about where people are coming in from the <laughs> right. rest of the country. This is just the people he always right. plays poker with. Why is that <laughs> right. the right. poker game? I thought it'd be like the, um, was it Edna's birthday where they had the sports writers, yeah. top sports writers from around yes. the country. Right. Um, something was going to be on like the equivalent of uh, celebrity poker on the old show on TV. Um yeah, well, what does this say about the poker gang? I mean, it really shows how far things have fallen, right? That right. This where's was Roy? To... <laughs> it's like, and did it have Speed and Vinny moved to different parts of the country? Like, what is, you know, so hard to... It was used to, in the play and film, it's established as a weekly game. So it sounds like there has, and it's true, they haven't been on the show for a while. Right. But uh, which, also, mean... which also is an indicator to me of it being a new season, right? That... um it's, you know, we're, we're, we're noticing how long it's been since the guys have been on. So um, it is, I guess it just shows how starved Oscar is for any poker. I guess so. So Felix applauds at this news and says, that's marvelous. Listen, Oscar says, yeah, it's going to make a mess. I arranged for a maid to come and clean on Sunday. Felix says, oh, that's wonderful. Oscar says, I made her promise she leaves the window for you. Felix laughs at this in that laugh he does when he wants something from Oscar or a fake laugh or has news for him. Felix says, you are a sketch. 
Oscar open and Oscar's not listening to all these platitudes coming from Felix. He does not really notice what Felix is up to here. Oscar opens up the refrigerator and says the refrigerator is cluttered with food. Felix laughs again and says, everything you say is funny. Oscar pulls out a plate of cold cuts and says, can we finish this by Friday? Felix says, people laugh at everything you say. <laughs> Listen, I've got news, Oscar. I'm getting back together with my wife. Oscar stops cutting the cold cuts and he has a huge grin on his face and he looks up to the heavens and he says, thank you. <laughs> and we go to opening credits. Now the opening credits feature clips from the show. New opening credits. Yes. Big deal. Which is finally not... season four. Right. And this is these are the credits. You know, it does surprise me that it's only the last two seasons, I guess, that have these credits, because these are the credits I think about in mm. growing up watching the show more than the yeah. um maybe because they were used in the promos on WPI. But it also well. well they they immortalize certain scenes yes. for the first to really from seasons two and three. I don't think there are any clips from season one. I agree, because the montage. set it's not that set that they show right. yeah uh after credits oscar says you and glory together wow felix says i know i didn't give you much warning oscar says who needs warning what a combination hello poker goodbye felix i'll help you pack <laughs> come on your suitcase is in my room felix says my suitcase is in your room i'll need a rag we now see oscar looking under his bed for the suitcase and he's throwing all sorts of junk up in the air and over the other side, over the bed onto the other side of it, one of the items is a dartboard. And I don't know if you notice this, Garrett, but after he throws the dartboard, he actually gets a dart and he throws the dart at the dartboard. And we hear a sound effect of a dart hitting a dartboard. I did not notice that. Oscar finally brings out a black suitcase and Felix says, how come my suitcase is in your room? Oscar says, I used it on my last trip to Chicago. Felix asks, when did I lend it to you? And Oscar says, they won't let me check into hotels with my luggage. Then he starts. <laughs> it's funny, but what does that even mean? <laughs> I guess it's so putrid. I mean, about the outside. Talk about the outside. I guess, so, unless it has an odor to still, it. Yeah, right. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> he starts opening Felix's suitcase, which has a lot of junk in it. And that is where we get to our first clip. Look at that. Have tuna fish will travel. <laughs> Botulism in my beautiful suit. You're gonna travel, you're gonna need some of these here. Listen, Oscar, you're not listening to me. I'm not leaving. Don't toy with me while I have dangerous hangers in my hand. You're not leaving? No. Forget thanks. You misunderstood what I said. I said I'm getting back with Glory. I didn't say I'm going back to Glory. Well, how are you getting back with her if you're not leaving? She's coming here. Here, here. Yeah. Here's the scoop. Gloria's house is being painted, and she and the kids have oh, to get out. Kids That's all I need. Kids no, going no, out no, not the poker kids. There. The kids are going to her parents' house in the country. Look what a grouchy bear. Come on, Oscar. A couple of days together, maybe just what Gloria and I need to straighten out our differences. But what about the poker game? It was supposed to be a big reunion. What about the poker game? This isn't going to affect our poker How game. How can you say? Gloria's going to come here, and it's not going to interfere with the poker what game. What difference does it make? I swear to you. I... If, if I ruin the poker game, I'll, I'll eat that tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> Come on, don't, don't be grouchy, bear. Come on. Be a nice bear. Come on. Come on, let's see that nice bear smile. Come on, big smile. That's it. That's my gentle bear.
So the visuals there is that Oscar never actually does smile, even though Felix mm -hmm. says there's a smile. Um, he hands Felix a stale tuna fish sandwich as he walks out. And at the end, you can hear two knocks and that's Felix knocking the stale tuna fish sandwich, which is very yes. hard against Oscar's headboard. <laughs> Petrified. There's an odd scene transition here. They zoom in on this random single bouquet of dead flowers, or maybe not dead, but dried flowers that are on Oscar's headboard, which I don't know what they're doing there. I guess anything could be there because Oscar just puts anything there. And then we zoom out on three very nice fresh bouquets on the mantel place for the oh. next scene. Did you notice that? You know, I, God, I don't know. Maybe I will, maybe <laughs> I looked away from. Did you watch um, any of this episode? <laughs> I watched it in 1982. I'm sure. Uh, no, I yes, I did. I uh, I probably was bowled over laughing so much from the tuna fish sandwich bit I, yeah, so that I I had to get wipe my eyes and, right. and look away. But from what you're describing, that is a rare kind of directorial cinematic flourish yes. to to contrast uh, Oscar's dead flowers with the with the presentation that Felix is making to impress Gloria. Now. Right. <laughs> yes. It's just, it was, it was stylized for this show. Yeah. So now Oscar and Felix are putting a banner on the mantel place, using those flowers to hold them, to hold the banner. Oscar says, this is silly, asks where he got it. Felix says he saved it from the honeymoon car. And then we see that what they're talking about, which they unroll, is a just married handwritten small banner that they, is now hanging uh, on the mantle. Oscar asks if uh, Felix thinks she will remember this sign. Felix says, of course, everyone remembers their honeymoon. And that leads to our next scene when Gloria shows up. When's she coming? Soon. One of those, your wedding pictures? It's a honeymoon picture. Picture of our kids when they were babies. You think this is too obvious? No, when she comes in one, she throws some rice in her face. Please, <laughs> I don't envy you sleeping on this couch, I'll tell you that. Well, maybe I won't have to sleep on the couch, huh? Well, uh -huh. this man, some in your eye? <laughs> well, that old attraction is still there. Oh, welcome to the fight of the week. <laughs> I can see it now. In this corner, a man wearing shorts. In this corner, a woman fully clothed. <laughs> Mister, I never beg. Why should we fight? I'm not gonna push it. You think I'm dumb? I'll sense her attitude and then I'll act accordingly. Yeah, but Felix, you gotta play it cool. Believe me, I'm cool. I'm a cool cat. I am. There she is. A cool, cool cat. Cool, cool, cool cat. Hi, Gloria. Hi, Felix. Last minute thought. Oh, Oscar. Hi, I hope this isn't going to inconvenience you. Are you kidding? I insisted. Where's the kids? Oh, they couldn't come. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> Boy, this is heavy. Well, you know me. I always overpack. Yes, you always do. And I've told you cool, how to serve. Cool, cool. Better say I'm sorry. Yes. Why don't I go and unpack? Remember this luggage? I got it for our honeymoon. This honeymoon. Remember? Uh -huh. Before we had these two beautiful children? <laughs> look, look. Two love-crazed kids? Gloria, I'd, I'd like you to stay in my room. Oh, thank you, Felix. 
That's so nice of you to sleep on the couch. <laughs> what did I tell you? Hmm? She's still crazy about me, you see? That old attraction is still there. Yeah. What are you staring at? Just because she wouldn't kiss me when I came to the door? Uh, that's corny. She doesn't do that. Because she didn't remember the sign? Who remembers their honeymoon? You mean because she said I should sleep on the couch? Sex isn't everything. There's a lot of funny visuals in that scene. Felix walking like a cool cat to the door yes. when he's doing this kind of hip. Yeah, 70s jive Very walk. Very forced hipster. With the snapping is great. Um, at the end, the taps is playing because Felix and Oscar are rolling up the, <laughs> the just married banner like a like the American like flag, flag <laughs> because they realize this is not going to be some reunion of... That is a weird... I mean, again, uh, maybe... The, uh, uh, we should look up who directed this episode. This is uh, a lot of directorial flourishes, like to use the taps music, you know, Uh in that way and there's a yeah there's another little that one makes sense there's an odd well i don't know if that's the director there's an odd musical choice coming uh, not musical choice but sound effect later that okay. doesn't make any sense but that's unrelated to uh the fact that i mean it's a i i am imagining that the audience could not hear that right would you agree that the studio audience could not hear? yeah that? in general my assumption is that you know uh, inserted music is best is not you don't want to record that live in the studio uh, you need to lay it down as the track in the editing process for it to sound good and not um, as long you know as long as it's not what we call diegetic being performed on stage uh, however in order to get the joke maybe they play they could play it um, they could dub over that part because there's no dialogue so Harry Marshall directed this well, there you go. Gary Marshall, who later became a quite successful film director, many successful movies to his credit. He, by when he was done with television, he went on to be a major movie director. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He made some movie about like a pretty girl or something. I don't know. I don't know. Ten. Uh, oh, you're talking about ten? <laughs> Close. Um, so that's interesting, Gary Marshall director. That's right. He, so he's kind of taken more liberties than the usual director would, I guess. Um, so you have anything else to say about the scene? I, I do not. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know what it's going to be about. Well, SE, uh, SE double hockey sticks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why not? Well, first of all, uh, let's talk about the, the politics of the, or the number of bedrooms and the couch. Like, again, this confirms there is no third bedroom. Right, which it doesn't explain where Murray slept. Where did Murray sleep? Right. Did they retire that room after Murray stayed in it? Um, or was Murray actually bunking with Felix? Um, on now, the cot. On the cot, as you mentioned. Yeah, on the cot. Oh, that's right, yeah. Right, you know, throughout the thread through the scene is, is Felix going to get some with his ex-wife? Is he going to get, you know, and... Uh, he Felix makes that very clear, and once they start talking about the the couch, and uh, then when it's how the scene ends, and that's why they're more like this kind of funereal folding up of the flag is kind of very sad. It's depicted as like Felix giving up on 
that particular uh, fantasy of his. Um, but the fact that they're playing so clearly with that, they're talking very clearly about that, and that he, they even capped the scene off with Felix saying sexes and everything. It's just a great reminder that this is not the Dick Van Dyke show. Right. Or right? I Love Lucy. Or I Love Lucy, right. So it's like we're now, you know, we're not as surprised to see a sitcom that's from the 70s and in color, you know, as being post-sexual revolution. But it's just not that not that many years before that that I don't think that scene would be on television in a sitcom. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just another reminder of how hip Odd Couple was. And, and let's say he does, let's say he did, get lucky this week and what about miriam i guess just fuck you miriam (laughs) sorry (laughs) well uh is uh well the good question which season we're in right because i think season four miriam does still appear occasionally but not as much as in season three no but there's Uh, no i don't think there's any ever reference that they've broken up well clearly his relationship with miriam is like as long as i'm not with my ex-wife right or or the <laughs> wife of a famous football player who I don't know is the Oh, wife. right. Well, Felix is going to, there's going to be more love interest for Felix in season four. Right. This is like, you know, I think uh, setting this up in a way, uh, as I said, like season three was much more focused on Oscar's love life. Um, so, yeah, forget about Miriam. And also, here's a question. Why is, I'm not being skeptical. I'm just curious, like Gloria could have stayed why is Gloria staying here if yeah. she doesn't need to with the kids? Right. Clearly, I guess the implication is that she would like a weekend with Felix. Um, or maybe she just wants a weekend away from the kids. Does, I can't remember now. Does she explain why she has to get out of the house? Did they say something? No. Oh, painting the house. Oh, painting the house. Um, yeah, she could have gone. Yeah, she could have gone with her kids to her parents. Right. Although we find out later it's not the parents. Oh, we, we right. find out it's a sister. But still, yeah, it is. So I guess it does explain why Felix has, is hopeful, the fact that she would agree to. Right. It is a bit of a tease on her part. <laughs> well. But the next scene explains why they got divorced, because Felix is a pain in the ass. Right. We can imagine that maybe Gloria was open-minded about having a nice weekend with Felix. We, you yeah. know, that is possible before right. this happens. And so here's that. Tighten yours up? No, mine are tight enough. 
liquid ketchup on her eggs? You realize what an insult that is? Felix, if you don't like the eggs, you know the I have kids. To... I haven't oh, seen them so long. Oh, the kids are just fine. They're staying with my sister and her husband. Staying with your sister? So we're going to your parents? No. Your sister? Uh, is something wrong, Felix? No. <laughs> you don't mind them all alone in that drafty house? Boy, these eggs are good. They're yummy, Felix, yummy. are you saying that they shouldn't be staying with my sister? No, I'm sure you did what you thought was best. Your sister isn't the neatest person in the world. Felix, is this going to go on all weekend? Because if it is, I want no part of it. All you've done all morning is criticize and recook. Oh, excuse me? I thought I was just showing a normal interest in my children's welfare. And in my breakfast. All right, let's not argue. Who's arguing? Mmm, mmm, good. Tight as a drum. Can I talk to you alone in the kitchen for a minute? Sure. Honey, ask once to talk to me in the kitchen. Boy talk. I love the way you set the table. No, and I don't want to be in the middle of your marital problems. We're settling everything. Everything's all right. Don't worry about it. Just a minute, Pumpkin. Oscar loves your breakfast. What do you mean, settled? You can't get past the pits. Because she doesn't soak the bowl. I've told her 10,000. Will you again on the soaking bowl? Feel it. You're right, Oscar. You're right. It isn't fair of me to force this on you in your own home. Here, look. Here's some money. Go to a hotel. A single man alone in a hotel? The three of us don't belong here together. I I know you mean well, Oscar. You do, but you just can't help saying the wrong thing, can you? It's not what you're saying, it's what you don't say. What didn't I say? I know personally that the reason I had to sleep on the couch last night was because of you. How'd you figure that out? Well, you were here. Gloria's a lady. She was embarrassed. Everything A-OK -okay in there, Pumpkin? Good. Not going great in here, Pumpkin, I'll tell you that. What about the polar bear? You'll play at the hotel like the big time players. Here, go, it's on me. All right, I'll call you 9 at 7, I'll tell you where no, we no, are. No, I can't play. Well, I've got to stay and work things out with Gloria. i got to find another poker player? Thank you. <laughs> Gloria? Gloria, hold on to your hat. Oscar's been called away on business. Come clean the plate and see your picture. Why does Felix have to be such an ass? <laughs> he can't help himself. So I thought it was interesting that Oscar <clears throat> is concerned about a single man being alone in a hotel. Like that doesn't who no one would care today if you're people go to hotels all the time as single men. Um yes. He makes a big uh, deal about that. He said, how will it look a single man alone oh, in a hotel? See. Who oh, would I care? See. Yeah, I don't know who's looking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> who's looking? And let's say they saw it. So what? And he uh, could be in from Chicago on business. Right. Right. I, I, or to his friends, maybe. Or, or anything. But what, what's the, uh, what, that he's a single man in a hotel? I, how would know he's single? Yeah. It's a, don't you, I always found that a weird reaction. Like, it's the first thing he says. Yes. Not, yes, oh, I don't want to little... go be uncomfortable. I don't want to take the effort to pack and go there. That's a little I could go a thousand reasons not, yes. that, not right. to do this. It's just a right. weird reaction. And they, I'm thinking it's something to do with the mores of the time that we don't, you and I don't know about 1973. Uh, yes, it's more going back to mores, yeah, like 50s, right. You know. um, that anyway, she grew up in. So I guess only, mores yes. would be established by the idea. I, I guess the idea of a single man in a hotel who has no reason to 
be like he's not a businessman right not there although no anything. one would know that but i could see in the 50s that that would look weird right. but not today and i don't think actually in 73 yeah yeah uh so of course there's the callback to the pits the pits they love doing the pits bit and i love the way felix thinks oscar agrees with him about everything Lori is doing quote-unquote wrong right like right tight eggs i love i love how uh Felix blames Oscar for being the one to always say right. the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, this is so insulting to Gloria that you put ketchup on her eggs. Um, all right. So the next scene, we are in the hotel room, which is a bit of a dingy, divey hotel a bit. Maybe that's what Oscar's referring to. But, but he doesn't know where he's going. He just says <laughs> a hotel also, room. And what does he care about the surroundings? Right. So there's a bellboy delivering room service. And Oscar's playing poker with Murray Speed, Vinny, and then there's a cop we've not seen before. Oscar asks the other cop, who still hasn't <clears throat> been given a name yet, what he has in his hand regarding the cards that they're playing. And he says this. Oscar look at it, looks at it and says, he's got this, a full house. So they all fold. The cop says, boy, this is fun. Then the billboy <laughs> asks Oscar to sign the check. He signs it and says the tip is on there. The billboy says, thank you, Mr. Ogden. Oscar says, no, Unger, Unger, U-N-G-E-R. Remember that. Do you know who that bellboy is? None other than Mr. Ogden Talbot. And they just referred to him in Ogden. Well, it's, it's it a has fun- to be on purpose, obviously, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, now the funny thing is I thought he seemed vaguely reminiscent when I was watching it. But when I looked up the cast list, I was not then. I was, oh, of course, it's him. Because he looks a little older or something. I don't know. Well, it's... But, like three years this, after his, yeah, wait, wait, let's just say for the audience this is ogden talbot this is i think his fifth appearance and final appearance i think he, he's, he's been, been in a number in, of scenes but he's been basically in one episode every season maybe two and maybe an extra one somewhere yeah because i think this is his fifth yeah. and final so we can't write that and i must say this sent me down a little rabbit hole for a while to finally i'm i'm i know that you introduced him already on the show but did i don't know if you've got further than i did but it really doesn't seem ogden talbot has ever did anything other than a gary marshall television show oh i didn't i i did not notice that when i was looking at his credits or maybe i did i just don't he, remember or a few like uh maybe a, some small parts in a few movies of the 70s but um i have a theory that he's just a buddy of gary marshall's i think there's a lot of that on this show yeah right he well gary marshall always was a a a, a flagrant nepotist and uh good to his friends uh but that would make sense that they make an inside joke about mr ogden yeah, that Gary, Gary, especially if Gary Marshall's directing, you know, um, uh, the and, cop, and they're yeah. all buddies with Ogden because they've been on, on the show with him several times. The cop is played by Archie Hahn, who has 89 acting credits on IMDb, including such TV series as Maud, Three's Company, The Fall Guy, The Love Boat, Alf, Doogie Howser and Lois and Clark. Wow, he must have gotten older by those yeah. last ones you mentioned. Speed, uh, he seems yeah. very familiar to me. I, I don't know where. Yeah, I when I was he's a familiar type, I guess. I did not like. I don't. I'm, none of those shows I'm a frequent viewer of today, and even at the time, I you know, so those were not show like we're not going to be doing the Fall Guy podcast next. Damn, just for damn. So Speed. Wait, asked, even if it's Lee Majors, you won't do a fun? Well, even if it is, it is, it is Lee Majors, right? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> even if it's Lee Majors, I would start with a different Lee Majors show than that. Oh, okay. Speed asks the cop, who he calls Kid, if he ever loses. He says this is the first time he has ever played. 
Speed asked Murray where he found this guy. Murray says, Roger's my new partner. They like to put the rookie cops with an experienced man. I'm teaching him everything I know. Oscar says, why don't you teach him everything you know about poker? And then Oscar and Vinny both laugh. Roger asks how much the sandwiches Can are. Can we, by the way, mention, yes. since you just said Vinny, that uh, again. Oh, yes, Larry Gelman. Uh, a moment, a, a quick moment of silence for Larry Gelman, who uh, I mistakenly uh, decided, I, I dedicated our last podcast to him. But really, this is the one we should dedicate to him because he's actually in the episode. That's a good point. Okay, moment of silence. Over. Speed asked Murray. Oh, so uh, uh, Oscar's after the joke about the, the poker, Oscar says um, to Roger, help yourself, Cincinnati kid, regarding the sandwiches. And that's a reference to the novel and more famously the movie about a poker player which starred Steve McQueen. That was about uh, 10, coming up on 10 year old, 10 years old at this point. Murray says, Oscar, he's from Oregon. <laughs> Not Cincinnati. Oscar Guess he gives, didn't see the movie. Yes. Oscar gives uh, Murray a look for that silly remark. Speed says you should have charged him. That's the only way to get even. Oscar tells Murray to deal the cards. Murray announces five card draw and then deals one card at a time very slowly <laughs> while announcing the number of the card he is dealing. Oscar says, I only have the room for the weekend. Murray says, I only got two hands. And Oscar says, then use them. They start playing. Roger says, I hate to bother you fellas, but can you give me the order one more time? What beats what? Oscar says, is a pair, two pair, three of a kind, a straight, a flush. Ross, Roger says, that's it. I got a straight and a flush. Oscar says, you got a straight and a flush. And he looks at the cards and he says he has a straight flush. Oscar's upset. But then we have a knock at the door. And guess who shows up? Fifteen dollars. 
I'm shy fifteen dollars. <laughs> you bet, and I raise it ten more. Is he? Hey, there it is. And I'm shy sixteen dollars. I'm shy sixteen dollars. You know, mine. I'm spinning right back. So that's a great scene. Before we talk about it, there is a cut musical piece from that. Um, I had forgotten that one. Mm-hmm. So, when but I Felix, hear the bad uh, edit in the clip. Yeah. You know. So when Felix starts to talk about singing the blues, he starts to sing "One for My Baby," and then they all sing until Oscar yells a dump to to quiet down. I have a partial clip of that of that moment, which we'll play here. Cool. You may never have noticed, Oscar, but. I used to sing the blues for Gloria. I noticed, I noticed. It's up to you, see if you open, will you? Quarter to three. No one in the barn except you and me. What do you do? So fight set him up, Joe. I've got a little story. Drinking, my friends. All right, so... This is a really, I wrote down before we even started to talk about Gary Marshall directing it, uh, how great, this is really a well-directed scene because you essentially have yeah. two scenes going on at the same time. Yeah. And everyone has to be mindful what the other one's doing, but they still have to kind of ignore the other person. Oscar and the poker players are ignoring Felix, Felix is ignoring them. So they're essentially acting two scenes out completely yeah. independently in the same stage and not stepping on each other's line. Uh well, and that in this case, that's heightened because uh, right, the other the other poker players are joining in the song, right? That at that someone... point, yes. And then they also have. There are times where Roger, particularly, he's the one joining in the most. Although they all yeah. do eventually, Roger's the one who's not used to Felix, so he can't right. ignore him. So he has to actually step <laughs> in and out of both scenes. Yeah, yeah. You're up. Uh, you you put your finger on it. Uh, that um, what I notice, especially in the listening and the audio, is how great Klugman is and how much it matters that Klugman's a real gambler because he's able to ad lib that whole poker game. He's really dealing. He's really dealing and calling bets. And, um, and he just keeps doing that. And that's his scene. Right. And it's like Oscar and Felix are both competing for the attention of the room. And uh, so, yeah, it is actually, and the song is well chosen 
it's a great beautiful song and it's really a shame that it's cut yet again and you know given how much tony randall loves to sing that felix loves to sing that really is increasingly uh, a loss when they cut those songs there are some very good visuals in the scene uh the book that oscar takes out which he has to actually say his line twice because the audience steps on him laughing <laughs> is, is i assume the gideon bible Right. That he takes out from the desk. In the hotel, right? In the hotel. Um, the way Felix flops on the bed with one knee is a funny visual, which mm-hmm. we, you can't even hear. You have to see that. Um, at the end, Oscar wraps all of the chips and the cards and the money in the tablecloth, which is why Roger... Which is his M.O. That's yes, his M.O. Yeah. <laughs> just take it out of the house. And I never noticed this before, but Murray steals an ashtray at the end. <laughs> right after he tells... Roger, oh, you can't always play by the book. And then right. he does a quick double take and looks around and <laughs> pockets the ashtray. Which I always think, I know Murray's bumbling. He's not a great cop, but I, I guess he does refer to graft a lot, taking graft. There's a, I think there's some episode where he talks there's about There's a funny getting, line, it's like, I usually get 10, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess he does take it. You know, stealing ashtrays is a kind of a 70s cliche because, A, there's no ashtrays anymore. Right. And stealing ashtrays was a hotel thing, you know, towels or ashtrays because it was one of the few kind of loose I was things. about to ask you about that, right? Because it even came up in the show that Oscar has, does Oscar or does he not have a Pluto, I'm sorry, a Mickey did, Mouse yes. ashtray? Although that I thought he, I think that was purchased, I assumed, right? Or was, did he say no, he it's all point. He was stolen that he was trying to impugn his character. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I guess stealing ashtray was a thing back when smoking was. Because he common. always needed one right. at home. And um, I suppose the hotel ones were nicer. And I um, think there was something to having the hotel logo. It's like, kind of like yeah, a collector. So it's kind thing. of a collector. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Weird. Uh, what, what a shame that we can't at least have the. I mean, forget it. I mean, you don't have to smoke to enjoy an ashtray. Um, hey, another speaking of uh, 70s, uh, well, if not cliches, but uh, tells. Do you want to explain to the kids out there what a busy signal is? Oh, right. That for a busy signal. <laughs> so back in the day, 70s and 80s, if you called someone or on before, their no. home phone, right. People had home phone lines. You'd call Land them. Line. Yes. And if they were on the line <laughs> and you so you couldn't get through, there'd be a busy signal, which was that noise you heard bah, buzzing bah, bah, to indicate bah. that they were not available to talk to you because they're they on to another call else. yeah right. and there's no call waiting and no voicemail and also you had to actually keep calling back until right. there was somebody there was a way i never did this but you could ask the operator to interrupt if you had oh. an emergency yes i've seen that in movies yes. yes i think that was a real thing and i always wanted i well i guess it's not a good thing to have to do that. i always thought about <laughs> is there should i be what doing this you? now yeah. i don't know i was never i can't remember why but i think calling me to tell me to watch the odd couple would not be an acceptable reason for no me. that would be i just <laughs> i didn't have to tell you because i just saw you next day <laughs> oh school. okay yeah uh and there's a reference i think in that clip to you are there all things are the yes. same but you are there right. which is a uh cbs news show hosted by walter Cronkite. but that was a 60s show that was not yeah. a current show Showing his age, Murray. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because that brings up another very important thing about this episode, which how I love how much they self-reference that they are basic, they are explicitly reenacting the play. Oh, is that uh, you are there reference to the play? Well, that's it comes up in that conversation because I love how uh oh because comes, of the yeah, of the suicide. They start saying, yeah. Isn't this yeah. funny? Like, this is just what happened the last time Gloria threw him out, we were playing cards. And uh, Speed says, I feel like I'm watching a rerun. 
<laughs> and, and when, but when Oscar says you're not going to do anything crazy, isn't that because he got on the window ledge and was going to jump? In well, okay, that's a yeah. They're they're kind of fudging it because there's a one of the uh, one of the humorous parts of the situation in the play is they all worry that Felix is going to try to kill himself, and it turns out he just uh, took too many pill i mean he took pills by accident i don't know he wasn't really gonna kill himself but he was he was acting like he was gonna why do i have a vision of a felix standing on a window ledge am i making that up in some movie or the play i think you're thinking of grandpa (laughs) Grandpa on on the ledge okay uh i'll have to check into that i don't think in the movie he ever is on the ledge but i i could be i know in the play he's not because it's it's a play maybe in the movie they do add that as a bit i forget anyway um but they it is and this is um in the uh gross book he actually quotes mark rothman talking about this episode and rothman confirms that that was the whole concept of this episode was to do an homage to the original to go back to the to the roots of the odd couple so i just love how much they they self-reference that and when murray says you are there it's after speed says i feel like i'm watching a rerun yeah and it all was then as it is now So we have the now the poker game's back at 1049 Park Avenue. Um, everyone they're they're playing poker. I don't, I mean, I play a little poker. I don't really understand how this game works exactly. I didn't I don't think it matters. Everyone passes. I think you have to have a certain amount to open the game. Uh, Roger says he forgot what it takes to open. Oscar says jacks are better. Roger says he thinks he can open. Oscar deals more cards to people. Roger asks if he has to take any because he thinks he has a royal house. I do know that that is not a real, that's not a real uh, hand in poker. He's still learning the game. It's either royal house or royal flush. It does stretch. It does stretch credibility that Roger is uh, so good. Is is beating them all at poker without knowing the game, which does raise the possible hidden theory that he's a hustler. This annoys Oscar that Roger has won again. Murray says it's time for Roger to go home. And the others are upset because they want to keep playing. And I think because they want to win the money back for Roger. Murray says Roger has early duty tomorrow and he has to get eight hours of sleep. It says so in the police rookie manual. Um, Oscar points out that Murray is there and he won't get eight hours of sleep. And Murray says, I sleep in the patrol car. The kids got to drive. Oscar says, with the money he won tonight, he could hire a chauffeur. Roger says, well, it sure was nice meeting all you guys. I hope we can do this again real soon. Murray says, good night, partner. And he gives him this kind of playful fist tap on his cheek with his, uh, mm-hmm. with his fist. And Roger says, 10-4, Murray, and gives him the same motion back. Oscar then gives that same look of, I don't know what you'd call it, incredulity or scorn or like <laughs> annoyance with them. And, I, and there's something here I also didn't notice before. Speed mocks this whole 10-4 thing by saying 10-4 Vinny to Vinny. Hmm. But the camera does not, sh- barely shows it. And Murray steps on that line. So you just hear that off screen? You, you see like the top of Speed's head. You see, see. Speed turn to Vinny and says 10-4 right. Vinny. It's right. on the bottom right. of the screen and his just the top of his head. Right. And then... Um, Murray, that's, kind of, that's kind of cute. It's cute, but a, but and Murray <laughs> steps over it and says, "Isn't uh, he a swell guy?" I'm taking him under my wing, but I can't tell if that if Mur, if Al Morinaro thought that that line was cut. 
or I think he forgot that he was supposed to say it. the direct but gary yeah. marshall also doesn't show it like he doesn't pan well, down to see them say it which is weird i mean now that you've pointed out what gary marshall was doing in that last scene with the overlapping you know uh, he he seems to be yeah we haven't quite seen this in the mise en scène of the odd couple so far but he likes this kind of what we've co- maybe you could even call it Robert Altman style like multiple conversations going on overlapping and uh, and it's also very theatrical on uh, in a stage sense so that uh, they're not hearing like Murray's having one conversation and Speed and Vinny he's Speed and Vinny are talking for atmosphere basically in the background. It felt to me like something was a mistake, either the, the directing or the same. Yeah. But uh, but I understand your the other side that you're saying. All right. So Murray says, "I'm taking him under my wing." Oscar says, "Why don't you take him under your nose?" Which just a very blatant nose joke. There's really no clever. <laughs> they got to get one. They got to get one in every episode. Uh, Oscar wants to play five card stud. Vinny says nobody plays four handed poker, which uh, a thing I did not know. I feel like I played. I don't see why that would be a problem. Uh, Speed says four-handed is like old mate or goldfish. <laughs> Oscar says he will deal himself two-hand. Speed says the game is cursed. Oscar says it took him a long time to get the game together, and he's going to get a fifth. Now, Gloria comes out and Oscar asks her if she wants to play. It's a hot seat. She says she doesn't know how, but Oscar says that they will let her cheat. Gloria <laughs> says no, but that they should call Felix. So the next scene, Felix is on the phone in the hotel room, but his back is to the camera. And he says to the, on the phone, hello, Oscar. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Good. Poker. Why, yes, I'd love to go. Good. I'll be right over. And then he turns around and he finishes off what is left of a now empty bottle of alcohol, which he's drinking directly from the bottle. So obviously we're supposed to assume he's drunk this whole bottle of alcohol. Right. I can't tell what it is. And we can't drunk. tell. Right. Uh, then he picks up one of the hotel glasses and he cleans it with his handkerchief. And this is where I found this odd little sound effect when he puts the glass down. I don't understand what this is for. Tell me if you right. heard this or what you think it is. This is. After he cleans the glass, he puts the glass down. <laughs> Did you hear that? It was like a like a top. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play one more time. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> what is that? Why is that? Okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you what it is. Okay, He's drunk music. His head spinning. Oh, He's drunk. It's a cart. It's a very cartoonish, right, kind of thing. Well, why I didn't hear it- that either. I didn't hear that. I mean, it's very subtle. It's very uh, um, laid in, very softly. But why at that? It's moment, almost like subliminal. It just seems um, an odd. And that moment seems like an odd moment to play it. Well, he's getting up. Or was no, he's he already stopped. He's standing okay. up. He's cleaned the glass. He's well, about to leave. I think it's almost like an echo effect of when he puts the glass down on the table. That's when it happens. He puts the glass down on the table. And my first thought is that it's kind of simulating like a kind of distorted echo of that in his head. That because he's so drunk in his head, it's like every sound kind of reverbs, you know. Hmm. Right. I mean, it's maybe let's just say it's maybe not very successful <laughs> I agree. or uh, 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 desirable, but uh, Gary Marshall is pushing the envelope here on the uh, express, very expressionist directing. Speaking of not successful, <laughs> Felix now leaves the hotel room with a very deliberate walk, which is funny, but he leaves empty handed. I hope you yeah. noticed this. Didn't he bring his luggage? Though? He brought his luggage. He leaves the hotel room without anything in his hands. And now we see him leaving the hotel in exterior shot, but he has luggage now in his hand. Oh, 
well, perhaps uh, someone pointed that out to him on the way out. <laughs> and he went back. Up, would. Yeah, okay. it, it, I don't know why. It's clearly, a, I mean, I think it has to be a mistake that they just didn't film him leaving yes, with luggage. It was hand. right. right. Uh, so he uh, hails a cab. He does a little shtick with the suitcase in terms of like trying to get it into the cab by lifting it up like he was going to put it in an airplane overhead cabin. <laughs> Uh, then we get him to get out of the cab at 1049 Park Avenue, although it's obviously in it's the San Central Rima. Park West. Yes, but it's- oh, which by the way, that explains another thing about the the discrepancy, the discontinuity with the bags. That they, of course, this is a, a location shot that they shoot at a very different time from when either much earlier, much probably later than when they taped it, right? And they tape the episode in L.A where they Felix does the drunk walking out of the room and they make a note that they have to film the location shot later, which they can do very easily because the San Remo is where Tony Randall's living. He can film a location shot there anytime he wants. And uh, so at that point they said, well, Felix should have the bags coming home. And, and they probably so, forgot. He yeah, didn't. Right, uh, right. Right. Well, they probably noticed it obviously when they were editing, but didn't want to do anything. Oh yeah. Um, so he stumbles a bit when he gets out of the cab and he pays the driver from outside the passenger window. And now he almost forgets the suitcase and he goes to retrieve it. <laughs> so they actually made an effort there, but they screwed it up unless I missed something uh, leaving. So now we're back in the living room. Everyone is staring at cards in their hands. We, we think they're playing poker. Oscar says, got her, Marie. I assume he means a queen by that. Murray says, go fish. And he smiles. Oscar pulls a card from the pile on the table. Mari taunts uh, Oscar by kind of singing, I bet you didn't get it. I bet you didn't get it. <laughs> Oscar throws down uh, the cards and says he's going to find Felix. He's probably at the hotel. You know what happened. He probably fell asleep. And he opens the door and there's Felix. And that leads to oh, the best scene in this episode and, and a great scene in the series, I think. I'm asleep, Dan. I'm going to get What do you do? Ah. Oh. 
Cost you $28. I'm out. Oh, I'm out. Oh, let's see. What do you got? Three queens. Yes, you don't have three queens. <laughs> Two queens. You don't have any queens. <laughs> Two effeminate nines? <laughs> I win. With you. I want some tarts. I am not. I never get drunk. You're drunk. I am not drunk. Hey, I got some balloons in the car. Want me to go down and get them? Will it be necessary, officer? I'm always nervous the first time. Is it my deal? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm shuffling. I'm going to deal. Here comes the card train. Choo, 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 what a miserable reunion. You know, we ought to do this more often. My two favorite moments of that scene, which are just they're they're in my head from being a child, from watching it in on Channel Eleven in New York, are the two effeminate nines. <laughs> yeah. I just love that line <laughs> and the whole card train thing. I don't know. So sometimes I just choo, I, choo. when I whenever I play cards, which isn't often, I think of that train. right away. <laughs> Me too. No, those two exact things uh, when I knew they were coming when I when the scene came up. Um, yeah, wow, what a scene. And again, like so many of the, the great odd couple scenes, it's not so much a plot-driven scene, it's just like a set piece. It's a bit like Felix plays cards drunk and right. they just run with it for two, three minutes, however, you know, not even very long, but uh, it's just so, and it's just char- totally character-driven. And, and it's also not, Tony, Tony Randall's doing a drunk bit. Right, but it's, not, you know, there's so many ways one can play drunk and right. he just does this in a, in a subtle different yes, way right. that isn't your over-the-top antic exactly right he has a very specific felix way of doing it now the balloon reference is that the way you test for drunk drivers in the I, that's the, the yes i don't know what the balloon looks like but that's the drunk driving test right and so what, you you blow into the balloon and then you i don't know it's a good research, device good research project for someone we'll have, uh, have our intern do it <laughs> yes hey there's an idea ted um the um but i love how murray's also kind of like giddy about it like hey yes. wouldn't that be fun right um what else do i have like in the scene there's um um well it'll come to me i guess but so much yeah it's just i mean not every line is not every moment is you know did gloria quiet. ever leave so okay so that's the weird <laughs> thing so i noticed that too i went back and looked at this so she yeah. what she's doing it it looks like at the beginning of the scene that she's leaving what right. she's actually doing is just bringing her suitcase oh, to the front door. And she goes back to the. Goes, we see her go. It, you don't because notice she's it. in the tag, right? She's in the tag. In the she tag, has... but you, yeah. you. I wonder the same thing. I see her in the tag. I said I thought she left, but what you what is happens in that scene that you don't notice because you're not paying attention is she goes back to the back bedrooms. 
Right. While Felix is going to sit down to play poker, she's leaving the scene, stage right, mm-hmm. and going back to the bedrooms. So she is there. That's not a. I thought that was a continuity mistake, but it's not. No, it's not. No. So in the tag, Felix is passed out on a chair with an orange washcloth on his head. Gloria says she's sorry for ruining the game. It's all her fault. Oscar says it's not her fault. It's Felix's. As Winston Churchill said, never has one man done so little for so many. <laughs> Gloria says he just tries too hard. And then the doorbell rings. Oscar says it's her taxi, and he takes her suitcase to the door. She kisses Felix on the cheek. He's still passed out. We see a cab driver take her bag away, which is weird. Cab drivers in New York City do not, never did. Come not, to the door. Come to the door of an apartment building. To get of the 11th cab. floor. Right. <laughs> now, I even if you call a cab, even if you call a limousine service, right? In an apartment building, I do not believe the limit. You know, if you go to your house, if you have a house, I can understand a limit driver parking on your driveway and coming to you. But in New York City, where you can't park easily, yeah, there's no driver coming to four eleven to come <laughs> get your. Much you want a cab driver. So that, uh, that scene is and weird. I, and I, by the way, I think I've seen this in other episodes. They've had yes, it. they have. Yeah. I, I don't know if we've seen it yet. It may be coming. And up. that doesn't necessarily mean it was a true New York thing, right? If it, anything, it may be this is something, something cooked up by people who live in houses. And are <laughs> yeah, right. Or they live in Los Angeles and they imagine right. it was this way. Right. Although Gary Marshall comes from New York. I mean, I yes, yeah. Um, she says goodbye to Oscar and asks him to say goodbye to Felix when he comes around. And then when the door closes, Felix wakes up. He shouts, Gloria, where's Gloria? Oscar says she's gone. And Felix says, good, because he doesn't want her to see him like this. And he starts to cry and says, she must hate me. Oscar says she doesn't hate him. Felix touches the washcloth on his head and says his hair feels funny. Oscar takes off the washcloth and says, you shouldn't try to patch up your marriage in just two days. Felix says, I really blew it, didn't I? Oscar says, sure you did. Could have been a great poker game. Felix says, oh, your poker game. I promise I wouldn't ruin it, didn't I? Oscar says, you promised something else, remember? Felix says, what? Oscar says this. And he pulls out that stale tuna fish sandwich we saw in the beginning. (laughs) And he says, bon appetit. Felix looks at it and throws it on the table. And that's it. Pretty good tag, uh, even though not necessarily hilarious, but just that it's not a complete random arbitrary throwaway. Like they right. actually are calling call back that. to yeah. the to the sandwich. Uh, it is a, has a dramatic component where it has a nice touch where uh, Gloria kisses Felix goodbye when he's unconscious. Um, it kind of round. It's a nice conclusion to the episode rather than a, ta- a tacked on thing. Um, I like this episode. Fine. I the ending is definitely the best. I give it three and a half Murrays. It's not, you know, it's not particularly, it's one of those episodes where I don't think about it until it's, I, I'm put in front of it. But when I watch it, it's perfectly enjoyable. I, I think if you told me which episode, like if you asked me which episode had the car train, uh, I don't right. think I could e- easily yeah. have put it with this if I wasn't in right. a mode of watching the odds. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, obviously he's drunk because of Gloria, but it's the scene otherwise doesn't have anything to do with Gloria. Right. Um, or the two of them, yeah. I just couldn't. I two of them at nines. I don't think I could instantly, you know, if I wasn't again watching Odd Couple or doing a podcast, come up with that. Under hand, on the other hand, if you said I much fear 
there is trouble in the future by Fed Ray. <laughs> right. That well, I that think, is but, yeah. that is a line about the very plot yeah. of the show, right? Right. Um, I think the same way, like you know, the, some of the courtroom scenes, except for the ticket scale thing, but other the other are almost like not interchangeable. But you like, I would. Yeah, I see what you. Yeah, mean. you can't. Yes. You don't necessarily remember the whole plot. You right. Just remember the bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see your three point five Murrays, and yeah. I'll raise you half a Murray. Uh, I liked it even more. I would say, um, which uh, means you're giving it <laughs> four <laughs> Murrays. Okay. I'm sorry. The math. I know. Um, get the poker reference there. I get it. Okay. Um, yeah. The uh, yes. Let's just start with this, the the Felix playing poker drunk scene is is a great scene, and I agree. It's like if I had to put a playlist together of like, certainly being the top 20 maybe top 10 um but i also like oh something yeah i forgot to say about the scene murray says what a miserable reunion and and again acknowledging it is a reunion right it's bringing back the gang that was such a huge part of season one especially uh and such a huge part of the play and the movie uh so i like that aspect of it that it's so very self-consciously a reunion episode and uh, and an homage to the original source material. But why not bring back Roy? Well, that goes back to the season two, man. Um, I know, but like, okay, you're having a reunion. You yeah. haven't done it in two years. Let's. Well, let's have we ever him. looked up really what happened to? Um, no. Uh, actor, I can't, I, yeah, I can't come up with his name either. This yeah. is this is truly heretical. I know there are fans out there that know. Yeah, his well, name by heart. They'll write us, um, and if they write us, yeah. we'll bring well, it up please, next week and ask us. Tell us whatever yes. happened. To Let's let me throw in the email address while I bring that up. Ten forty nine pod at gmail.com. What happened to Roy? Um. So yeah, I really like it, and uh, I, I might have even given it higher, Murray's. Uh, <laughs> if uh, I don't know something like is a little. It seems a, some some of those random directorial flourishes or. It has like uneven tone a bit, uh, but uh, maybe it's even better than that. I mean, you know, you guess certainly get a good psychological glimpse of the Oscar of the Felix Gloria relationship. Are you talking yourself a, into a four and a half? I, you know, I may. may are you challenging? Are you raising me? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn it! Away. I will. I'm going to give it a four. Yes, I'm. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not bluffing. This is the first uh, on air. Maybe upgrade. is it our first on air. Uh, I was thinking change, but oh, I, but in general, I think re- re- revising on the spot. Yeah, yes, because I know, I'll tell you what is also great is that the setup it sets up the series finale very well. Yeah, I agree. They are here. Yeah, they are in season four already, knowing that you know Felix and Gloria have to get back together at some point. I agree with the point you just said, although I'm not changing my rating. That the other, I think this is built into my rating. That the other great thing about it is it does give us. I think our first glimpse at why they divorce. Yes, definitely why they divorced, but also well, the seeds of why they may get back together. Like the fact that glory even was entertaining. This. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'll say it again. If you have feedback or comments or additional information you'd like to share with us, especially if, about Roy and now I, I'm specifically, I'm, I don't know why anyone would know this information, but like, why not bring Roy back here? I understand there's some reason that I don't know yeah, about the actor or something, but it's like, why not make the effort? 
Chris Maloney came back to SVU 10 years later. Why can't Roy come back to Odd Couple three seasons later? That's an interesting comparison. So 1049pod at gmail.com. All right, Oscar, I have to go. I have to go tighten my eggs. I just called you you Oscar. Did I just call you Oscar? I think I did. All right, let's try that again. (laughs) Only because you stepped on my line. I know. We're leaving this in. Okay, Garrett, I have to go tighten my eggs. Thank you, Mr. Ogden.